Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give, give me the update. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Dirt. We want the dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Did you want to tell me something? something? Okay, it looks like uh, this weekend, um, Night School was number one at the box office, earning $28 million. I'm not sure what that is. Does anybody oh, know what that is? Yeah, that's Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Did that very well. $28 million. That's the best debut for a pure comedy so far this year. And then the animated movie Smallfoot opened in second with $23 million. Mm. That's pretty yeah. good for an animated movie. That uh, Channing Tatum, I think, has a role in that. Ooh, okay. And then it looks like a PG-13 version of Deadpool 2 is coming to theaters in December. What? I don't know. What are they going to do? Take out half the movie? Who's uh, clamoring for that? I don't know. It's it's not clear if it's going to be a sarcastic take or if they're making a serious effort to soften the movie a little bit. Stupid. Stupid idea. I just no think they would that. have to change the whole thing. It, yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. The thing about Deadpool is that he's super dirty and yeah. you shouldn't take your kids to it. He's naughty. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's what makes him great. Okay, I talked about this last hour, but Jason, uh, have you seen the video with Lindsay Lohan? She live streamed herself harassing a homeless family. Yes! Oh my gosh, it is so strange. First she asks if their kids can come along with her to go watch some TV on a nice TV and some shows and they don't even speak English so they're like then they get up and move their little camp away from her she pursues them and then in a different language says some stuff and then accuses them of trafficking their kids then they're Syrian refugees the lady slaps her oh my <laughs> that's gosh. the best part and her shocked like you don't see her getting slapped you just hear it and then she turns the camera back on herself I feel like she could oh. be either drinking or doing drugs again because her behavior has been pretty bizarre in the last, you know, yeah. since she bought the club in, in Greece, you know, it's just, ooh, hopefully somebody's watching out for Lindsay Getting Lohan. slapped in the face. Come on, wow. Lindsay. Again, it's, it's that carousel. <laughs> just when you think she's doing well, yeah, she's getting, uh, getting her blank back together, mm-hmm. getting her blank together. Uh, something like this happened. I mean, we were just dancing. We were just doing the Lindsay. We were just watching Colleen and Bradley. Which uh, was borderline weird. But fun. And now, again, we have this. Come on, Lindsay. Yeah, she looks a little intoxicated when she's dancing, though. Oh my, but anyway. I hope, not. Mm-hmm. I hope not. All right. On TV tonight, Monday Night Football. It's the Broncos and the Chiefs. We have Dancing with the Stars, The Voice, Better Call Saul, The Good Doctor, and Magnum P.I., the new version. And that's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Greatest update ever. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Keep me updated. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk. Everything entertainment. Coming up on 805, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Thanks for being here. Hope you had a wonderful, wonderful Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday was a beautiful fall day. October is here, peeps. October is here. We have a fun 8 o'clock hour. Another chance for you to win tickets to Project Down and Dirty Comedy. It's sold out. 
at Mystic Lake this Friday. The only way to get in is to win tickets. Your chance to win coming up sometime in this hour. Just listen for the hot ticket sounder. And be caller number 7 to 651-641-1071. And you're going to get those tickets. Right now, though, it's our Monday tradition. Here we go. Why don't you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was naked at work again. I was driving my car, and they couldn't control it. Then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn. Dreamweaver Dawn. And Dawn, I always forget. You study this where, Dawn? I forget. It's a place called the School of Metaphysics. They have locations around the country if you want to learn how to do it yourself. They're non-for-profit, and they would. Uh, you can take it at uh, dreamschool.org. That's right. School mm-hmm. of Metaphysics. So she will interpret your dreams. Uh, maybe you dreamed that uh, you were being chased by a leprechaun as you went to grab mm-hmm. your can mm-hmm. of cream corn. <laughs> maybe you were riding on the back of a unicorn uh, while Beyonce was playing and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you had a dream that you were at Old Country Buffet uh, with Bill Clinton and you don't know what that's about. Dawn McLean mm-hmm. is here for you. Please be concise. Uh, when you tell us your dreams, as Dawn is the only one, Dawn and Alexis are the only ones answering the phones. Uh, okay, Dawn, mm-hmm. or Alexis Thompson, Kaboobwitch, Dawn, who who do we have first? Okay, our first caller is Chris. Hey, Hi, Chris. Chris. Good morning. Good morning. Tell us about your dream. Sure. I'm back at an old job that I had, and I'm happy to be there. And then when I try to leave, I get lost trying to get out of the office. Mm, okay. So your old job, this is has to do with your productivity. So it has to do with an old way of thinking as well when it comes to how you are productive. You probably get into a groove sometimes in your day of going through certain habits and details of how to complete tasks. Um, and that makes you really happy. But then at some point you have a hard time transitioning back into a normal frame of mind where you're not working on things all the time. And so that's the lost part. Like you have a hard time like relaxing because you're still thinking about the details of being productive with whatever you're doing. Excellent. That totally makes sense. sense. I was just going to ask. It makes sense. Totally makes sense. Yeah, It's one of those things where you think it, it, you think it's going to mean one thing and it really doesn't. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. All Not what I guessed. I was going to (laughs) say, thank you for calling. Okay. Okay, Let's go to line two. Who else do we have Don? Okay. Today, uh, right now we have Brenda on the phone. Hi, Brenda. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Go ahead and tell, uh, tell the, my talkers about your dream. Okay. So in my dream, I mean, all I can remember is that they're pulling worms literally out of my skin, like long, ugly, icky mealworms. But the last worm that they're trying to pull out is rainbow colored. Mm. And it wouldn't come out. That's it. That's all I remember. Okay. Okay, um, So this has to. Can I interpret this? (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah, please. (laughs) That worm is gay. That's a gay worm. (laughs) (laughs) You're looking, you're searching for more gay friends in your life. (laughs) Okay. um, Well, in the world of a dream, um, this has to do with habits that you have. And they, you feel like. They're just little details that infect you sometimes. As far as your day, you, your day, you seem that 
you see them as very negative things. Um, okay. But then uh, sometimes towards the end, you just you do, you don't want to let go of a certain habit, and you see it as something that is kind of magical about yourself. <laughs> oh, uh, something that oh. is extraordinary, um, and outwardly you hope that people don't see these habits that you have as something negative that's what you're worrying about but then there's a part of yourself that believes that it makes you unique is that okay does Mm. the rainbow worm is that is is that representative of the magic Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because that really doesn't exist in nature so and and animals are habits and then if it's infecting you if it's coming out of your skin it's something that you're trying to remove from your personality but then there's okay. a part of you that wants to hold back because you feel like it makes you extra special. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. A, Perfect. Who, who knew a gay rainbow worm meant so much? It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Okay, Brenda. Thank Dang you, Brenda. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Dreamweaver Dawn oh, is what sorry. we're doing. Yep. Who do we have, Dawn, next? We have Kathy next. Hi, Kathy. Hi. Hi. K- Kathy, go ahead and tell us about your dream. Okay, this is, um, I have dreams like this fairly often. Mm -hmm. The cast of characters changes, but um, they always take place at a a house I lived in about 20 years ago. Okay, so your house in general, people dream about houses a lot because it's your frame of mind that you had, whatever it was during the day. Since this is a general dream, um, you're just so it's always going back to a house from your childhood. Is that correct? Or an old house you um, lived in or no? It's, it's an old house. It's a house that I um, I was married and had children, but they it's an old house. Yeah. OK, so you were an adult and you had children in this house. Yes. OK, so you're going back to an old frame of mind where you were really fostering new ideas in your life. And you keep returning there because that's a part of yourself that maybe you long for um and it's not the new ideas are within they're not the kids okay so children are new ideas so maybe in your 20s or something you really had a lot of innovation in your life and you were thinking up a lot of new things for the future and sometimes Uh you long for that sometimes you it just depends on what state the house is in as well oh okay okay so that's just you clean yeah if it's like i used to dream about a house that was really broken down and like haunted and that had to do with my own mind. Um, So that's, that's an example. So probably that's what I'm guessing is that you're longing for a time where you were thinking up new things. Ah, okay. Okay. Were there any gay worms in your dream? Uh, No. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Doing my due diligence. Thank you. Uh, Who do we have next? Okay. Next we have Joy. Hi, Joy. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. You're on the air. Tell us about your dream. Well, mine is just kind of weird, and it may seem quite simple, but I know how Don does these things, that it's not exactly what you think it is. (laughs) It's actually something different. Mm -hmm. Um, In mine, you know, you guys might... uh, Okay, I'm on stage. I'm doing Mm stand-up. Mm-hmm. First two rows are my family. There may or may not be wrinkled gay worms. <laughs> okay. They're watching me. I'm trying to tell the truth. And they're laughing at me, but not in the way I want them to laugh at me. Okay. Oh. 
Uh, at you instead of with you. At you. They're laughing at you? Yes, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to speak my truth. Yeah. Now, are you telling a story that's serious? Yes. Okay. Um, all right. And your family is there in the first two rows. That's yeah. what you're focusing on? Okay. Those are all different. Oh, they're laughing the hardest. Okay. Those are all different aspects of yourself. All right. There's something going on in your life right now that's a big issue. Mm-hmm. All right. And sometimes you blow it off and don't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. you, um, your inner authority takes over and says, oh, that's not important. Sometimes mm-hmm. um, the uh, more, let's see, the childlike part of yourself is, is not on board with it either. And you really need all of these people that are you to come together to transform whatever this is in some way. See, you're just, you're just phenomenal. <laughs> That's just like a brain bomb there. Really good. Okay. Well, hopefully. I knew you could help. Wow. And yeah. that makes so much sense right now. And I'm sorry I'm a little of a clump, but. Oh, awesome. joy. It's okay. Thank you, guys. No, no problem. That's superb. I'm, we're glad we could help. Thank you, yeah. Joy. Have, Thank a, you. Good, that's have awesome. a joyful day. That's good. Yes. Bye. Thank you, and, you know, praise be to all the wrinkled gay worms. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Joy. Blessed be the fruit. That's right. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a blessed day, Joy, with our gay worms. Thank you. <laughs> Tom, look at you. Yeah, those are good ones. Oh. You that was uh, you hit a home run, several base hits. I don't right. even know what I'm talking about, but I'm saying very good today. Ooh. Very good. Yeah, Ooh, and that's kind of a nightmare too, a stand up dream, mm-hmm. and everyone's laughing the hardest at you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow, we could be bombed. going through that in about five days. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> about five days, we could all be going through that. Oh man, I was. I'm not joking. Uh, by the way, thanks to, to all of you that called to put a bow on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ask, we politely ask you, uh, don't uh, don't email Dreamweaver questions during the week. Unfortunately, Dawn uh, won't be able to reply to them. We do it every, that's why we do it every week, though. Mondays at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. So save your dreams um, for Mondays. We greatly appreciate it. And if it. you're Thank super you so anxious to have it interpreted, you can go to dreamschool.org and they will do it for you for free. Yeah. FYI. Oh, cool. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, for- all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Friday is the big day, and I was in my car. I was running several errands. I, I'm pretty worthless, like handy man wise. The the in laws and Colin were insulating the screen porch at the lake house, and I, I'm I'm worthless with that. I can't. So I'm kind of like you know you oh, know get how the snacks. well yeah. I mean you know how like in the Wizard of Oz, uh, uh, Auntie M made the crawlers for the farm hands. I'm Auntie M. I was making biscuits. I, I fed them. That's what I did. I, I fed the I fed the crew and uh, ran errands. If they needed something, I went into Princeton at the Walmart to get it for. And so I try to uh, pay my dues. Yeah. I'm helpful in my own way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but as I was driving back and forth from Princeton to the to the lake house, I was I was practicing a routine. Oh, and yeah? I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have a good three minutes. I need one more minute. I have a so good you're feeling three good minutes. about what. OK. 
I'm feeling I'm feeling very relaxed about Project Down and Dirty. Now, How do I get there? <laughs> now watch, we're going to get there, and Stevie Ray is going to hate everything that oh. I'm doing. But I, I have a point of, I have a routine. I have a, the start of a routine. Lex, That's awesome. how, how far are you? Yeah, I have a kernel. I have an idea. Okay, I have good. a couple. Uh, just uh, yeah, I, I just don't want to bomb up there. You know, I want, you won't. You'll be sensational. So, no, you'll be sensational. I have. A, feel... I have a tip. You do? What is it? I do. I have a tip for you. You've done Jason. this before. Yeah. Um, just in general, when it comes to like doing any type of theater, Jason, make sure you get up on that stage. And even if you don't say the words out loud in your head, go through it and walk the stage and look around. Because sometimes oh, yes. when you're in a different space than where you thought it up or memorized your lines, you blank out because of just your environment. And you're oh, like, totally. oh, my gosh, I'm yep. looking at, pe-, you know, you yep. can't, of course, duplicate the people being there. But just to stand in the space and walk the stage. Totally. Oh, I'm going to paste it like a cougar. Yeah. Like a gay worm cougar. Yeah. <laughs> coming up next. <laughs> coming up next. Elizabeth Reese and the Dirt Alert. Hey. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Welcome back, friends. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything Vidal Sassoon. Mm-hmm. I'm Jace with Lex. And Don McLean of the Fort Lauderdale, Florida McLeans. Uh, and speaking of Don, um, Elizabeth Reese is taking a much deserved day off. So Don has the dirt alert. Hello, Don. Hello, hey, Don. Okay, we haven't explored this yet today. This is the whole controversy between Jeff Lewis. He is Ooh. the flipping out star, um, and what he did to Andy Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty scandalous. Um, of course, he's a star of Flipping Out, of course, tied in with Andy Cohen and Bravo. Um, he shared a picture of himself on Instagram, and he's standing in front of a whiteboard bearing his image, and it said phrases like, your 15 minutes are up, better luck with radio, and a big X across his face. Um, and he shared that on October 15th, and the the his show it's uncertain right there now because they don't know if they're going to renew it. Yeah, his okay. contract yeah. is up. His contract is up. Andy Cohen started texting him saying, "Listen, what do you mean by that? Why are you doing that? You know, that's really kind of disrespectful to Bravo in so many words." And Jeff Lewis, you know, claimed it was just a joke, and Andy Cohen's like, "You're actually just sort of trying to make yourself available to other networks and letting them know." That you're up for hire. That's what's behind this. So then Jeff Lewis goes on his radio show and reads Mm -hmm. all of Andy Cohen's texts. Yeah. Yeah, because they already have a contentious relationship. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they talk about how they're like brothers, and that's great. But at the end of the day, Jeff Lewis is connected to Andy in in two business ways. Bravo. And uh, he's on Radio Andy on Sirius. Yeah. So Andy's his mm-hmm. boss. And look, here's the deal. If it's fake, like everybody knows, I'm not saying anything you guys don't know. When we pick on B. Arthur, like the whole B. Arthur thing is a bit. It's been a bit from day one. It, it, I would, ne- you know, I would never, right. ever. She's in on it. She's in on it. I would never. And believe me, she loves making fun of and hitting back at me. That's the difference. Like me making fun of B. Arthur and jokingly like read reading her emails that is sanctioned and allowed. And yeah. I, and, and I know there's a line, like if she ever emailed me something 
that was, you know, uh, top secret or just, I would never read that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's oh, a line. Totally. It's, and it's Jeff called professionalism. Seems to be, yeah. yeah. And Jeff seems to be seems to be crossing that line many lines. Boy. And then he yeah, went on to just know it. So he read that and then uh, he read all those texts back and forth. Andy Cohen was just being like, hey, you know, w- diplomatic about it. I feel I don't feel like he said anything bad at all. Um, then he, uh, Jeff said, I'll be at we in no time. The we network. I really do like everybody at Bravo. It's not personal. Okay, so then he read more text of Andy's and Andy ended up saying, texting back, you're an a-hole. Don't ever read my texts again. And it just got worse and worse. So he really is digging his own grave there. No, you're so right. Jeff Lewis, you know, that's why I've I've been watching Flipping Out since the beginning. Yes, you have. such a character. I love the relationship that he has uh, with Jenny and um, Zoila is his... um, housekeeper and uh, at least in the beginning now you know, different relationship but anyway it, he's fun to watch because he doesn't know the line I mean in some ways this is absolutely in the Jeff Lewis characterization mm-hmm. of who he is now should he this have, is in character for him this is absolutely like, this yep, is of course he did it of course he wouldn't know that he's stepping over a line here because he doesn't have any boundaries oh, yeah man. I'm not saying this lines. is right but it's it, of all of the characters on reality shows Jeff Lewis for sure would step in it and step over it and then jump over again even though he knows like that that wasn't quite right but he just doesn't care yeah and I guess it was. I guess it's just down to Bravo to go. Well, you know what? This is worth it or not. And the other thing is, it does show the other networks if if we is at all interested that this is the way he behaves. Yeah, I don't even know if it's worth it. I don't think you should ever be that arrogant to think that you can get away with something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So you're above it. Yeah, it's just. It's, we'll see what happens with Jeff Lewis. For more on these stories, go to mytalk1071.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Uh, We're putting up our throwback Thursday photos. Lex has one from 2009, and mine is all the way back from 1990. Uh, Lex in the Cities, Dawn at Dark, and Jason Matheson. We'll be right back with Linda Gray live after this. Hagman, better known as J.R. Ewing. Hi, I'm Linda Gray, also known as Sue Ellen Ewing. And you're listening to the world's biggest Dallas fans, Jason and Alexis. On my talk, 101.1. 107.0. Perfect. No, that's perfect. Leave it like that. That's perfect. That's funny. We'll, we'll bleed it out. That's perfect. 107.1. That's perfect. 107.1. What a pleasure. <laughs> and a pleasure indeed. Welcome oh. back, everybody. I have loved her. Since 1978, Alexis fell in love with her in the summer of 2012. We're talking about the one and only Linda Gray, better known as (laughs) Sue Ellen Ewing. Uh, We loved her instantly. And of course, the late, great Larry Hagman. Lex and I got to meet Linda in 2012 during the press junket uh, in Dallas for the revival. And the great Linda Gray joins us live right now. Hi, Linda. You guys are so funny. I didn't. You recorded that thing and it made me look like an idiot. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I made 
idiot. I couldn't no, write. No, you no. Seriously, Linda, what what we play is what was so funny. Linda is we had done the inter, we had done the interview with you, and then Larry, bless his heart, was so funny. He was like, because we wrote down the station call letters, and Alexis was so nervous. I was writing them so fast. That it looked like a serial killer, Linda. And and Larry, Larry, Larry looks at her, and Larry's like, darling, you better write that a little bit better. <laughs> oh, it looked like a seven. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh. oh, well, how you doing, Linda? <laughs> That is so funny. I mean, just to hear his voice. Was his, and I know you recorded it, and I just, I loved it. Because, you know, working with him in any medium <laughs> was always hysterical. And then to hear his voice and going on and on, it was too funny. He never did do those call letters very well. No. <laughs> well, part of it, the whole time, you and Jace were talking about Dallas and coming back and how exciting. And the whole time, I was watching his eyebrows because he was flirting with me. He yeah. was He was flirting. Linda. Linda, it's one of our favorite stories to tell. Lex is right. In that interview, and if you remember, Linda, how they had it set up, we were at a table, and they had you and Larry together, and then, you know, you went from one press member to the other. So I'm across from you, and you're I'm talking to you, and I'm asking you questions, and we got done with the interview, Linda, and Lex looked at me, and she goes... Do you know what just happened? And I go, what? And she goes, Larry was not listening to you. He was winking at me and taking and 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 messing with his eyebrows. And Linda, it was hysterical. Well, see, he loved 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 flirting with women, and I was always the bad pain in the behind sister who was saying, "Don't do that. Don't put, don't don't play with your eyebrows. Don't do that." And, you know, I don't know how. I mean, we were kind of like these. Yiping uh, married couples that have been married far too long. Yeah. And it was hysterical. I did not know he did that, but I'm not surprised. Not no. surprised. Linda, will you please tell the story? And again, Linda's joining us. It is the 40th anniversary of Dallas, and that's just weird to say. Oh, wow. uh, April 2nd, 1978 on CBS. And you're also. Can you uh, I, I can't. It's crazy. Wow. And then Linda has a great book called The Road to Happiness is Always Under Construction. But, Linda, one of my favorite stories that you, you tell is the fact that J.R. and Sue Ellen were never meant to be front and center on the show. And it was Larry that had a plan, right, Linda, to get you guys uh, in, in front of the attention of the network. Well, you know, if I think, bottom line, it was Larry's ego. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. I told him in front of him when he was on the planet, um, because Larry, Larry was a prankster, and he loved to be front and center. Frankly, and um, when we we started like bickering in the back, in the background uh, of a couple of scenes, you know, and Larry said to me, oh, "Sue Ellen, there's a button fell off my shirt. Sew it on." And I said, "I don't sew buttons on shirts." <laughs> and you know, it started, and and this little thing started with us, and it was like on and off camera because he would just do these stupid things, and then I'd react, of course. Yeah. And it started like that. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, I think CBS saw that. And they thought, what are those two um, it, mischievous kids doing over in the corner over there? What are they doing? And I think it became, um, uh, you know, kind of they, they shifted the focus. And Larry was such an incredible actor. I mean, really, a 
consummate actor. Um, that that uh, I, I think they decided that was kind of a fun, kind of fun thing to do. So they, I think they played with that idea and him being the bad guy, and um, it was very interesting. So that's, uh, that's what right happened. There. Yeah. Linda Gray is our yeah the great Linda Gray is our guest Lex. Well, you're also an ambassador now for Dallas. What are your duties? Well, you know it just happened. It's brand new, mm. and I was honored and really surprised and thrilled because I've I've known uh, so I have so many friends in Dallas that I've made over the years of becoming you know of being back and forth back and forth uh, that. For me, it's my second home. I adore it there. And I've seen the changes since 1978 to present day. I've seen the growth and the expansion of, of Texas and Dallas especially. So uh, when they invited me to become the, um, the ambassador, I said, oh, my God, uh, this is such a thrill. So I get to um, show people around and tell them all about the city and how it's grown and what they've done and what they hope to do and um, you know, it's just extraordinary. So I can't wait. My duties have not begun yet, uh, but they will probably next week, I think. Oh. What we unfortunately are already almost out of time, but I'm going to squeeze one in thing, one more thing in about your book. You talk about happiness in the book. What, what, what was the biggest source of happiness for you on the set of that show, Linda? What, what was it about that? Because it was magic, Linda. It's an overused word, but it really was magic, wasn't it? That cast, you guys, the friendships. Oh yeah, I don't think magic is over overused, especially um, in the show. Uh, it was extraordinary, and to know that forty years later you still have the friendships—that's um, extraordinary, especially in our business. So um, I would say that's it. That's yeah. it's the friendships. Well, I uh, we love you. We 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 talk about you all the time, and we met you six years ago. And and Linda, I met you about ten years ago when you were in Minneapolis for the graduate, and I walked you across the street. That's I came right. back. Yes, and I walked you across the street, and it was icy, and I was holding your hand, going, "Holy crap." I'm holding Sue Ellen's hand. And I, I just, and you were so nice, oh. and you're literally one of my favorite human beings on the planet. So oh my thank you. Gosh, what a we, nice we do have to wrap thing up. to say. Thank you so much. Oh, I remember you. that was freezing, and oh. the wind was so fierce that I thought I had dermabrasion on my face when I was walking. <laughs> I'm thank sorry, you, Linda. Thank you, Linda. Bye bye. Thank you, Linda. Linda Gray there. Uh, the producer. Aww. Oh, please. We're we're always yeah. so polite oh. with time. I don't care. We ran a little long. We are. Oh, we always yes. we always go right at, exactly at time. So it's the her. first. Is that art? Who whoever came on the radio? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Well, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. We yeah. ran a little long. We're <laughs> no. never rule breakers. We'll break the rules right there. Who cares? Yeah. Anyway, you know, it's so smart though of the producers to see the chemistry between those two. And, decide, and and change the show based on that. That was genius. Well, that's why I love that story. And, and if we would have had a little a little more time with her, you know, she's also done a lot. You know, I got to tell you, her and Victoria uh, Principal, you know, we're living obviously in the Me Too movement, and and women really refusing to take a back seat and and be heard uh, in in entertainment. And and Linda and Victoria both did that. They both left the show. I don't know if people know this. It's not widely known. Both of them really left the show because they felt stifled. They felt stifled in the show. 
And uh, Linda just felt like they were just right. You know, she she revealed that Leonard Katzman, the the longtime executive producer, it was a man show, and he flat out admitted it. He didn't like writing for the women. Uh, he wrote for the guys, and he just basically had Sue Ellen do the same thing season after season after season. And Victoria Principal as Pam ran into the same problem. And uh, they both quit uh, for that reason. And when Sue Ellen, came, when, when Linda came back for the revival, she wanted to make sure that Sue Ellen wasn't a victim anymore. That she, the character wasn't just drunk falling into a pool. Yeah. That she was, and she was, she was very powerful in the revival. And, uh, you know, so the, the actresses that are, are uh, speaking up now, uh, actresses like Linda Gray started to build that bridge even back in the 80s. And I, you know, we had a, I wanted to applaud her for that because people don't know. People don't know yeah. that she, st- she quit. Can you imagine back then, Lex and Don? That mm. was the biggest show on television and they walked away from it. You know, they walked away from a huge paycheck and the prestige uh, because they just weren't being written well. That's, yeah. that's yeah. you know what? It takes that's, courage. That's brave. Takes yeah. courage. So, uh, coming up on 843, you got to take a break. We'll be back after this. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment, everything Oscar Mayer Bologna. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean of the Boston, Massachusetts McLeans. Yes. We appreciate you being here. Get in the car. Yeah, it's Get real wicked out here. It's <laughs> <laughs> good, Don. It's a good that's great. Oh, That's good. perfect. Okay. Everything's wicked. <laughs> wicked. Everything's what? Wicked. Wick, wicked, really? That's what they say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I didn't know that. Everything's <laughs> wicked. What's the thing you miss most about Boston, Lex? We've, been, we've, been a, we've had an unintentional theme oh. today talking about cities and... Uh, uh, what's the thing that you miss most about living in Boston? I, liked, I loved going to Faneuil Hall and eating and shopping and then going mm-hmm. over and getting a cannoli in the north end. Ooh. Oh, oh guys. Mm. Oh, Championship cannoli. right there. That sounds so good right now. And the pizza. Oh. Of course, I, love. Uh, I went to Boston University and uh, right afterward, the, the year after I graduated is when they started making all of the the wonderful uh, renovations. Oh, really? <laughs> the communication well. school. Now, we had lockers like high school kids. Now, really? Yeah. No, oh, now I took a tour the last time we went. I'm like, whoa, look at this. The radio station looks awesome. And they have a like, huge gym. They're like, hey, girl, that Thompson, that Thompson girl's gone. Let's start building. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what <laughs> happened. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty Sorry. much. Time to make improvements. Yeah, she's gone. She, what, what year does she graduate? <laughs> this year? Okay, let's go ahead and start building stuff. Now she's gone. You don't have to waste it on her. We'll just wait. Yeah. 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 Uh, 8.50 is the time. Hey, I wanted to remind everybody, because I, I haven't seen a lot about it. Uh, restaurant week is going on. Uh, from our friends at Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. And you can save a lot of money on restaurants around the city. If you go to their website, you can get a full list. I will tell you about an experience I had yesterday. One of, you've heard me talk about it before. I've named it an AbFab item. It's my favorite place to get steaks in mm. the Twin Cities. It's Gianni's in Wyzetta. And we had it last night. That's where we had the lottery conversation. Because, uh, mm. you know, the million, the mega millions is up to almost nine mil, uh, $900 million. Anyway. Are you guys buying we a had, ticket? What? You guys buy I think ticket? we might. I okay. think we might. I'm not a big lottery player, but I might do it for this. Yeah. Yeah, I wow. might do it for this. 
But uh, so it's the fall restaurant week. And what it is, restaurants that participate, they have like a set menu and you can basically get like $35 dinners from some really great places. For instance, uh, at Gianni's and Wyzetta, we had, I think it was a four ounce or five ounce or six. I forgot what the ounce was. Uh, filet with uh, mashed potatoes, asparagus, and uh, uh, one of the, their famous spun salad and a dessert for $35. It's Yum. a filet. And a, oh, what a girl. Deal. Wow. And it's so good. We do it's, it for lunch, too. Yeah, there's some lunch places as well. Yeah. But I'm looking at the list of Fire Lake uh, is participating, Copper Hen. Uh, let's see, Bloomington Chop House, Betty Dangers, Tavola, uh, mm. Salo, Prime Six, so the Lexington, <laughs> Herkimer. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, but those are some of them. MSP Mag has a full. It's a great way, like, if you want to try restaurants mm-hmm. and you don't want to spend a fortune, this is a really good way to try some of these places that are participating. So it's, it's, it's great. I always, we always try to make at least one reservation. So there we go. A little consumer tip for, for, for today. Go, go take advantage of restaurant week and that steak. I'm telling you that I'm not a big steak eater. I'm not a big, you know, I'm a carnivore, but I'm not a big, but I do crave their meat, their uh, steak and their spun salad is, Fabulous, not mm. fabulous. Fabulous. They spin it right in front of the table, right there in front of you, and the shrimp and blue cheese and onions and uh, 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 sweet bell peppers, mm. and, and then they just mix it all together for you. Tomatoes. Oh, it's so good. Wow. Yeah, I'm just saying. Come on. I know. Jason, I am hungry too. Me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I I'm thinking about that spun salad now, and I want to. Yeah. So Gianni's. If you just tuned in, is what I'm talking about in YZ. I've been mm. there for 20 years. So. Why is that is they have all of these new restaurants. It's like it's a new foodie destination that in St. Paul uh, by the new stadium. There's also, you know, St. Dinette's there and uh, oh, yeah. uh, Birch's Lower Town is there and Bulldog. I mean, it's all uh, Lower Town in St. Paul is really hot, too. And then, of course, my neighborhood, the North Loop. That's goes without saying. Oh, There's yeah. 8000 restaurants. You're there, like the so. mecca of new restaurants. <laughs> yeah, it is not. I mean, I will say it's a great thing living right there. We can just walk out of our door and pick five restaurants that are good. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of things that are good, yes. do we have Donna or yes. Steve. Donna's here. Donna is here. <laughs> so I that's uh, so we'll play this one. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Donna, is Steve here or um, is he gone? Yeah, or? he's just running about 90 minutes late. Oh, oh okay. Oh, wow. That is, wow. Wow, okay. He'll be in at 1030. Okay. Okay, fabulous, yeah. fabulous. Marley, the lovely Marley McMillan's going to join me oh, nice. for oh. an hour and a half today. So that'll be fun. Oh, fun. fabulous. Yeah, you guys spent yesterday together. I know. Yeah. It was so much fun. It was like, whoa, the band is back together. Yeah. Donna, it was nice seeing you in the hallway for just a few minutes. <laughs> and uh, you. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you have uh, coming up on your show today? Well, I think Marley is going to be really excited about a book that's being turned into a movie. Mm. I think a lot of ladies are going to be excited about this one. We're going to mm. kick off the show with that. Okay. A little bit later in the show, when Steve gets here, we're going to talk about uh, the Mega Millions, you guys. <gasps> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. We're almost to a billion dollars. I know. Well, sort of. We were talking about how we, we, how we would split it. You know, like, what would we do? <gasps> Guys, should what we would... all go in on one? On an office pool? Yeah, Ooh. there's a lawsuit waiting to happen if we win. 
Yeah. Should we? <laughs> no, let's not do it. Because okay. we all get along now. Well, most of us do. Yeah, and, and that you're would, right. You know. And then we're like tied together for life. <laughs> Don't Who like wants that? Could we, just, could we just, you know. <laughs> what if it's just the morning show and the and the uh, uh, right here, you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about just Donna, like yeah. the yeah. yeah. But do we have to include Steve? Can it just be us? Just uh, Donna? Oh, just Just you. the girls, yeah. Okay, this totally. is the girls. You're the girls. This is the girls. Oh, okay. Jason's so, yeah, the girls, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. No guys. We'll discuss the, off the air. No Ryan, yeah. no Steve. No. Only yeah. the girls. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Donna and Steve coming up next, followed by Colleen and Bradley and Lori and Julia. If you're a kid out there listening and you're being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right, friends. You be you unless you're a terrible person. We love you and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. This episode is sponsored in part by U.S. Bank. What if I told you there's a credit card that's made for every kind of foodie? That's why I'm excited to share the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card with you today. Card holders get four times the points on restaurant deliveries, takeout orders, and dine-in meals. Yeah, you can rack up points when you eat out or you order in. Plus, the card gets you two times points on groceries, even delivery, streaming services, and gas or EV charging station pit stops. And if you apply today at usbank.com slash altitude go, you'll earn 20,000 bonus points after spending $1,000 within the first 90 days. You deserve a credit card that gives you more and more and more. Apply to become an Altitude Go cardholder at usbank.com slash altitude go. The creditor and issue of this card is U.S. Bank National Association pursuant to a license from Visa USA Inc. Some restrictions may apply. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.